Hello, and welcome to all our listeners tuning in from around the world. You're listening to the B2B Digital Marketing Hub, your all-in-one hub for everything you need to know about B2B marketing in the digital age. In this podcast, we bring you a powerful blend of proven marketing methodologies, hands-on exercises, and practical tools that equip you and your company to thrive amidst the ever-changing demands of the B2B market. We'll bring you insightful discussions expert advice, and the latest trends in the industry. Get ready for another episode filled with valuable insights and actionable tips. Without further delay, let's dive into today's topic. All right, and welcome to another episode of the B2B Digital Marketing Podcast. And I'm here with Aya who is the CEO of uh, InterDev Digital Marketing Agency. And we are here to discuss AI and digital marketing. You know, a lot of people are using it around in the industry. Um, So we're just gonna go through some questions and and basically try to answer some of the questions that you guys have. Um, So thank you, Aya, for being with us. It's gonna be great to have some of your expert uh, advice. Um, first, I'd just like to know is how do you feel that AI is reshaping the uh, digital marketing landscape so far and in the decades to come? Right. Uh, so hi, Jack. It's great to be here. Um, well, AI is definitely taking over the entire digital marketing uh, scene. Uh, and marketing, by the way, uh, we see AI being used in several ways. Uh, first and foremost, content creation, which is text, videos, images, uh, a mixture between everything. Um, it enables hyper-personalization uh, of the content, something that we previously had but was limited. So now we can understand the user's preferences, behaviors, real-time interactions, and analyze it and act according to the the data that we're given. Secondly, the usage of uh, chatbots, virtual assistants, uh, something we saw very widely used previously as well, but now with the AI, then we have tools that can uh, analyze, again, user behavior, the interaction, the type of engagement, how how they use the tools, what they want, everything is is analyzed live, and information is uh, given to the users uh, accordingly, according to to their preferences. So it's also something that we see a lot in websites or in apps that you know the users are not passive and and they're cooperating with with those tools. Now, um, another uh, way to use AI in digital marketing is um, there are tools that allow predictive analytics. And what it does basically is uh, analyze past behaviors, past trends, and try to indicate what's going to happen in the future. So for instance, let's say there's a a fashion website, so it can predict that in certain times, days, uh, holidays or whatever, there will be a specific uh, consumption of, of, you know, certain types of clothes in the shops. 
So you can manage things much more efficiently. So the entire work basically is going to be a lot smarter. We're going to guess less and we're going to act upon data that we have and those things are going to be automated. So it's, it's going to be prone to less uh, errors or, or human faults. Another way that we can see AI in the digital marketing is, in, is anything that's got to do with repetitive tasks. Um, you know, all kinds of things that uh, you need to do over and over again. So marketers can basically focus on strategic decisions and not uh, all kinds of things that uh, humans no longer need to do themselves or basically they will manage the process, but not necessarily create the, the material itself. So AI um, is going to be more of a tool and help to streamline uh, data sure, analysis. Sure. And, and... sure, we see today many tools, many AI tools, whether it's um, production of ebooks, white papers, uh, everything that's everything that's visual, basically, from images to videos. We can see integration between different types of uh, formats. For instance, you can take text and turn it into an ebook with great images, you know, and with great templates. And you can have your text revised. And so we used to need people to do this and this and that, and then graphics and designers for every type of content that we work with. So today it's a lot more flexible. We can take one format and basically convert it into different types of format with a minimum effort minimum knowledge of, of the tools that are required. So um, even in video productions, we can see that uh, there's a wide usage of taking text, turning it into videos um, or vice versa, taking a yeah, video and then extracting the text from mm -hmm. the video and, and, and creating a blog post uh, out of it. So, but again, I just want to say one thing that, you know, it's, it's great to have all that. It's not going to replace um, a human work, but it's going to ease in the process in any ways. I don't see that this work is going to be 100% automatically uh, created by tools. Somebody okay. has to go over everything and, and see that it really gives value and, um, and, and, and crafted in, in, a, in a good manner. So. So if anything, this will be an assistance and improve marketers' uh, ability to understand customer behavior and, and personalize campaigns uh, sure. directly to them. Because there's so much data nowadays that to go through that AI is, is definitely going to be an assistant uh, right. in that. Mm -hmm. That's right. So one of the interesting tools that have come out of AI is 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 already with chatbots have already kind of existed. How how is this uh, this AI sort of chatbot and virtual assistant? How is this going to change the customer experience? Well, those tools we can see them uh, being used on websites and apps or any kind of uh, asset that a brand has. What they offer us basically is a way to streamline the customer's journey 
by providing uh, instant 24-7 responses to the users. Everything is online, everything is monitored, and the user's response is being analyzed live, and the, and the response of the chatbot or the, or the auto virtual assistant is basically based on the, this analysis. So it reduces wait time and it can handle multiple uh, inquiries simultaneously. And obviously we understand why it's a great benefit in terms of not having to deal with a lot of workforce um, behind the scenes. Um, but there are downsides to using that and we should be aware of them. Uh, first of all, over-reliance on automation is always something that you have to take into account and be very careful with. It's an impersonal uh, interaction and users notice the difference um, when they talk to a chatbot or when, you know, uh, there's somebody uh, behind the, the keyboard. Uh, so that's one thing. Another thing is that there's always a chance that the bots are going to misinterpret the user's uh, queries. So they don't fully understand. Of course, as time goes by, those tools are going to be much better. But yet there's always a chance of, of uh, misunderstanding and therefore, you know, leading to to you know, giving the wrong answers or information. So that's definitely something we should uh, also uh, be aware of. But that aspect uh, is really, is, is basically the, the advantages of it is that um, it cuts on workforce that's not always necessary. And the other thing is that it helps um, understand what the customer wants and give them and provide them immediately and quickly what, what they want. So they don't, you know, just uh, uh, leave your website or, or, you know, go look for, for the information somewhere else. And people today don't have that much time uh, to spend uh, looking for answers. So that would... Yeah, the, the immediacy is definitely very important, especially right. nowadays with the, right. you know, younger generations, let's say. Uh, you know, they want their information now, but right. of course, like you said, sometimes there's challenges. If you go too mm -hmm. in deep in depth into a product, maybe the AI can't, you know, give yeah. out specific uh, answers. But mm -hmm. What would you say to combat some of these challenges for a marketer? Um, if, if maybe the AI chatbot's not giving uh, good enough answers? Yeah, well, there's always an option for, for uh, users to to choose to be contacted by email or by phone. So uh, there's always so a way out. Yeah, always there should be a way moment. out, first of yeah. all. Um, and again, I think those tools are going to improve as time goes by. Um, not only at the tool itself, but the tool which is customized to be working with a specific brand. Because the tool is learning the requirements that you define in the setup. Okay, for instance, you know, wor working, you know, in a with a fashion store is not the same as working with a B2B brand. So you teach the tool how to work, what's important for you, where are the pitfalls. So you understand that the right, tool so is just the asset. Teaching the AI the asset algorithm. is going to improve mm -hmm. 
according to the uh, to the requirements of every specific website. So it's, there's a learning curve. There's a learning curve here for every brand that's going to use those those tools. So another thing that AI is is starting to being able to to advance is uh, voice activated search. You know, you work in an SEO uh, agency. Um, SEO is is sometimes the backbone of of some marketing uh, strategies. Um, now with voice activated uh, searches, what uh, how should businesses adapt to using you know more maybe keywords and, and voice activated? Uh, searches. Wow, that's a major, that's a major topic here. Um, it concerns a lot of people in the SEO industry because basically uh, the rise of voice-activated devices um, is going to is is not going to it has a huge impact on on SEO strategies uh, that need to cater to voice search. So basically, I can give a few examples. Uh, for instance, um, we want to focus more on natural language queries, long tail keywords. So gone are the days when we're going to look for um, silver necklace. Okay. Mm -hmm. so the user is going to type in or not type in or mention what exactly they look for, what type of shop they look for. Sometimes uh, we can see question-based phrases, for instance, because voice uh, searches are typically more conversational. So if we think about it in terms of SEO, uh, we need to write content which is more conversational, is more rich with uh, long-tail keywords. Uh, it's going to include more questions and answers. Uh, if we look at uh, Google search results, um, sometimes the search snippets come out in the first search results on, on Google. So this is something maybe uh, that will come up to the user when he's doing a search, uh, which is uh, voice-based. So we have to put emphasis on that. How do we get our content? to appear as a, as a snippet in Google search results. Also location-based uh, results and queries are widely common when we're talking about uh, voice search. Uh, people are looking for solutions or providers within uh, a specific region. It's also something that Google you know, puts a lot of emphasis on and we can see Google My Business and all the search results. Yeah. You're going so to have to have more detailed information, having more FAQs out there. So you would right. recommend having more FAQs, let's say for even right. a blog that you have, having right. at least five FAQs for a blog, just because yes. the possibility yes. of a snippet mm -hmm. is there and, you know, don't right. want to miss out on an opportunity there. So. Right, right. Um, so something also AI is able to uh, influence and have a big part in is uh, is models that are able to detect and uh, and and recognize different patterns and stuff like that. Um, what do you think the significance of visual recognition in social media 
uh, marketing and, and how can brands take advantage of this? So this uh, addition in uh, AI can certainly help uh, B2B brands. The main thing here is the ability to analyze and interpret images and videos uh, in order to gather insights. How many mentionings does the brand have? Um, and the type of mentionings, are they positive? Are they negative? Um, it's the ability to understand the user-generated content and tracking the brand mentions, even when text is not there. So um, we can analyze images or anything that's not text, basically, and understand from it what's written in it and even Again, is it positive? Is it negative? So you want to monitor your logo's presence. And that's something that's really difficult to track. And AI makes it much, much easier for, for marketers to analyze and, and get a better picture of, of what's going on. So the ones again, this is AI is helping to streamline a marketer's uh, strategy. It's, it's giving them even more data. I mean, with the amounts of data that we have even nowadays, it would be almost impossible for a marketer to actually scan Facebook and, and Twitter and everything right. else. Uh, and AI is able to do that in a very easy way and, and give you know insights into how their brand is being uh, uh, talked about, which is, is very important for, for companies. So, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's measuring the brand visibility and understanding the, the, the type of tone that, that's used uh, in favor of the brand or not. And also it helps uh, uh, companies identify their influencers, for instance. Sometimes they don't, don't even know. A company doesn't mm -hmm. know who likes their products, who's been using it, you know, and, and it's not always something that you can track when you do a simple search on Google or YouTube or LinkedIn. Sometimes it's very difficult to track. So these tools uh, help us in places where we can't with traditional tools understand and, and get th that type of knowledge. So this is really significant in terms of tracking, in terms of uh, getting a broader picture of, uh, of the status of the brand and, and social media. So finally, the final question, and, and you know, there are companies out there that haven't used AI at all. Um, right. And, you know, them starting out, you know, in the beginning, I mean, they, they can't maybe take on visual recognition and, and so on and so forth. But what would be some of your advice to start off in a small way uh, in starting to integrate AI into the digital marketing strategy that companies have? First of all, I think it's very important that companies do embed AI tools and uh, practices within their work because the usage is going to broaden and, and uh, sooner or later you'll find out you're missing uh, uh, a lot of important data from potential customers and your, your competitors are uh, way ahead in the game. So if we look at the AI tools that we have and capabilities, so I think the most important thing for a company is uh, try to understand what their clear objectives are. 
So determine what you aim to achieve. Is it enhanced customer engagement? Is it improved ad targeting? Uh, predictive sales analysis? Every type of objective has a different set of tools and different ways that it integrates in the website, in the buyer's journey. So that's first and foremost. Now, the ideal thing would be that, you know, companies would use everything. I mean, from, from bottom and up within the buyer's journey, they would use AI tools to help them uh, gain the right data, analyze, process, and then provide the users with what they want. And obviously everything is geared towards uh, um, having better uh, ROIs and increasing their conversion rates and getting qualified leads. But if you want to really start from something uh, more obvious, small that in, involves immediate input, I would probably use um, AI tools for content creation, whether that would be blog posts, videos, short videos, uh, reels, you know, things like that, that uh, once used to cost a lot and take a lot of time to create and are now really just require you to understand how, how to operate specific tools when you have the right set of material. Um, so there's the content creation side, and then there's the embedding of the tools inside the, the website. So you can understand and analyze how users interact with your website and improve the, the funnels of your website, your offerings, and ways to help user engage um, uh, in higher rates and, and again, convert on your website, hopefully on your website. Yeah, um, that's the main point, yeah. That's, yeah, most of B2B companies, this is the main point. I mean, all of these have been great suggestions and, and you know, hopefully a lot of people have learned a lot uh, in this episode talking about AI digital marketing, which is, you know, becoming very prominent and is going to become even more prominent as we go into the future. And I, I'm sure we're going to have to revisit this again um, so I hope you'll be back on our show again, uh, and we'll be able to discuss sure. more about that. Um, but, uh, thank you, Aya, for being here and, uh, and, uh, anybody that, uh, is listening to this podcast, please, uh, rate and review it. And that always helps and sharing it also is caring. So, uh, do that as well. Yeah. And, uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Great. Thanks, Jack. It's been great. Thanks for tuning in to the B2B Digital Marketing Hub, your go-to hub for all things B2B marketing in the digital age. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay up to date with our latest insights and trends, make sure to hit that subscribe button or follow us on your favorite podcast platform.